To the ether. Today is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Today on the ether, the Astroport community call. Recorded from their Discord, keeping people up to date on the latest developments regarding Astroport's journey into the injective galaxy. Let's take a listen. All right, guys, let's get this show started. Um, we have Farmer Tuhao here today from the Astroport community. Um, we have uh, Stefan, Stefan or Captain Sony uh, from the Escort team. Um, Boyan, is that how I pronounce the name, uh, sir? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, you're from the injective team, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. All yep. right, all right. Cool, cool. Um, so probably you guys can actually just um, maybe do a quick intro on your side. Maybe in Boyan, you can start because I think uh, a lot of our community uh, knows um, Stefan through the forums itself. Maybe we can he can do a short introduction for those who doesn't know him. Um, over to you, Boyan. Yeah, sure. So hi everyone. Uh, I'm Boyan. I'm a tech lead at Injective Labs. Uh, Injective Labs is a core contributor to Injective. Uh, I'm in charge of building products on top of Injective and uh, making tools like SDKs, documentations, etc. to help developers like yourself uh, build decentralized uh, apps, decentralized applications on top of Injective. Uh, I've been building on Injective for almost four years now, and I can tell you that I've never been as, as excited as today, seeing the recent expansion of the ecosystem with new amazing decentralized applications like Astroport. Uh, and I'm happy to be with this cool group today here uh, and to discuss the Astroport mainnet deployment that was that recently happened on Injective. Brilliant, brilliant. Over to you, uh, Stefan. Hey everyone, I'm Stefan. Um, it was already mentioned that you probably heard me before in a couple of community calls. I've been with Astroport since before it even launched on Terra One. Um, I'm mainly in charge with governance and trying to make things happen and propose different ideas for Astroport to implement, as well as chains or how to expand on different chains, such as in this case, Injective. Um, and yeah, I, I also kind of like to talk with many of you in the community and get feedback on what can be improved. Awesome, awesome. I think a lot of the community are quite curious in terms of how a AMM is going to work with the Injectives order books, right? Um, so maybe, Boyan, uh, just just question for you, right? Um, like, in your opinion, right, why did Astroport choose uh, Injective to deploy their decentralized application? Um, yeah, just maybe from from Injective's perspective, like, uh, what do you think? Yeah, so to answer the question uh, properly, we, we have to go a little bit back to answer, like, what is Injective in the beginning? And uh, simply put, Injective is the first sector-specific blockchain on Cosmos, uh, specifically built for finance. 
To be uh, more elaborate, Injective is an open, interoperable layer one blockchain uh, powering the next generation of DeFi app applications. Uh, it provides powerful financial infrastructure primitives that uh, applications can leverage, including a fully decentralized MEV resistant on-chain order book. In addition to that, we all, uh, it also provides uh, all forms of financial markets such as spot, perpetual futures, options, and they're all fully on-chain. Uh, there's also support for cross-chain bridging and uh, Injective is uh, compatible with, which means that Injective is compatible with Ethereum, all IBC-enabled blockchains and non-EVM chains such as Solana through, uh, through Wormhole. And finally, what's uh, important for us to support, Injective also provides a next-generation, highly interoperable smart contract platform based on Cosmosm with advanced interchain capabilities, which is uh, the layer that Astroport uh, app uses to build the, this amazing decentralized application. So now to get back to your original question, sorry for dragging this out a little bit. Uh, Astro, the, so why did Astroport chose Injective? Uh, the, I, I think uh, it's the, uh, so, yeah, the, the most important thing to mention is that I think that both the teams have uh, the builder mindset. And uh, I think it was uh, one of the uh, main reasons why we started work, working together, uh, apart from the benefits that the injective, uh, the, the injective offers to builders such as the Astroport uh, team. And yeah, so the Astroport community will be able to take advantage of the Injective's interoperable network, like sw swapping assets not only from uh, Cosmos or Ethereum, but also from chain uh, such as Solana through Injective's recent wormhole integration, uh, like I said. And uh, yeah, so I might be biased here, but we at Injective try to achieve great developer experience for builders. And this is done mostly by providing great tooling and extensive documentation, but also assistance uh, by our integration engineers if needed. And maybe Stefan can share a bit more here on the developer experience they had while been building on Injective. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, probably from, from Astroport's community's uh, perspective as well, like Stefan, when you were building on uh, Injective blockchain, uh, how, how do you feel your, your personal experience like uh, building with, uh, with them? this case because i think this is the first time astroport actually moved out from terra um because it's always been in terra class in the past and right now they are deployed in terra to moving on to uh, a non-terra chain How, how's your experience so far right in terms of help um the injective team or inject yeah injective in general was super helpful uh whenever we had or devs had um a question about how we we can integrate with their chain. They were super helpful. They were pretty, really fast in terms of like, answering. Um, it was the first time we, or like, yeah, it was the first time like Astroport got on a new chain besides Terra. So there were a lot of things to, or a, a lot of new things to learn um, in terms of how we can integrate with a new chain, especially with a chain such as Injective, which is much more modular compared to others in Cosmos because. For example, it allows tokens to be bridged from Ethereum to Injective Mainnet. So mm -hmm. um, we're going to try to accommodate for that. And we try to integrate as many, at least on the UI, as many wallets as possible. Um, meaning we, uh, the Asperport app now supports MetaMask and it also supports Kepler, uh, both on mobile and web. So kind of all these small details, 
there was a lot of work to make sure that they you know, function properly. Um, and that's how uh, Delphi released a new library called Shadow that helps with the, all this kind of wallet integration um, and which we hope will make um, everyone's lives a bit easier uh, when they come to kind of integrate on Injective. They can use the same library and kind of learn from what we also had to learn when we came on Injective. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Interesting. Um, so I, I guess the question more, it's uh, at least from Astroport community's perspective is uh, basically in Terra, Astroport is both a uh, automated market maker and it provides a swapping mechanism on its front end itself. Um, whereas if it comes to a blockchain like Injective itself, they probably have their own uh, audible credit. You can use Helix um, to access this. You can actually do, um, you know, uh, set up limit orders within the order book. And in, in many cases, an order book uh, actually concentrates liquidity um, a lot better uh, in this case. Like, how do you see from an Astroports community's perspective that we can actually provide this liquidity to the order book and still, you know, provide value to the injective ecosystem uh, and, and basically it generates fees back to the Astroport community, right? Or Astroport status in this case. Um, yeah, because this, this essentially is being uh, shared with an order book uh, within the same blockchain itself. How do you see that, you know, Astroport can synergize with the order book on chain? Uh, one way to do that would be um, to upgrade each pool on on Astroport on the injective side to deploy some of its liquidity on Helix in the form of limit orders. So for example, you can have something like 10% of the liquidity being deployed on Helix. And from that, we the pool itself, like first you this way we kind of we synergize a bit more with injective because we provide liquidity on their the main venue uh, on Helix. And second, on the Astroport side, uh, the pools themselves can produce more fees that way. Um, I think that's a, one way to do it. And um, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I could potentially I propose on the forum and see what people think in general about this idea. But I think there will be a lot of support for it. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, uh, if there is going to be, you know, good fees to be generated, um, that's going to go back to the Astroport stakers itself, right? Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so question maybe from Boyan's side, right? Um, with this launch of Astroport on, on Injective Mainnet, um, what do you, how do you see this Injective, uh, I mean, how do you see this uh, Astroport protocol um, benefiting the injective community, right? Because they have probably been very used to the uh, order book mechanism. Uh, now that they have uh, AMM on chain itself, uh, how do you think that um, they are, are they receptive to this idea? Or uh, how, how's the general feedback so far from your experience? Yeah, great question. So yeah, uh, just uh, having Astroport, uh, uh, one of the biggest decentralized apps built on Cosmosm in the Cosmos ecosystem, deployed on Injective is uh, a huge milestone for the for the ecosystem itself. Uh, we hope that the launch will deepen the liquidity on Injective as well as kick off a complete new set of DeFi applications that are built on uh, on top of Injective. And hopefully it will allow the injective community to easily uh, swap assets, participate in pools, uh, gain uh, LP, LP tokens, and much more. 
uh, not to mention the sleek Astropod UI, which you, which you guys built, uh, which is quite easy to use and has an amazing user experience. Uh, and I think that the launch is just only the beginning of uh, what I think, what I consider and think will be an amazing collaboration. Uh, from from now on, is there are just endless possibilities for expansion uh, from both on Injective's uh, point of view and for, from Astropod's point of view. Nice. Um, yeah, I was just checking out the Astroport uh, on Injective. Uh, I think one of the main pools, the Atom USDT, uh, has over 10,000 liquidity. Um, perhaps this number will increase over the next couple of weeks or so. So um, yeah, I think I think that uh, for Astroport in, in Terra being one of the deepest liquidity, right? Um, like maybe question to Stefan. Um, how do you think that we as an Astroport community can attract liquidity to this, um, you know, the Astroport uh, instance on Injective? Because right now for uh, the, the Terra side, um, we have quite a good pool uh, depth over there, uh, but not so much on the Injective portion. Um, how do you think we can actually do this? There is an ongoing proposal uh, in three parts on the forum right now um, that like if it passes, all three parts pass, um, we uh, the Astroport will kind of emit Astro emissions on Injective as well. So that will be the bootstrapping phase for Astroport um, on the Injective side, which hopefully will bring a bit more liquidity. And the second phase, which is a bit more long term, doesn't have anything to do with emissions, um, is my hope that Astropo will be the main venue and the best venue and the easiest venue to deploy liquidity on, on Injective as a new project. So when a new DeFi project wants to come on Injective or just launch right away on Injective uh, for the first time, uh, we want to make it as easy as possible for them to bootstrap liquidity on Astroport and hopefully have sticky liquidity in there and also deep liquidity. Um, so kind of make it super easy for projects to launch on Astroport and also keep their liquidity in there. Um, so tooling around kind of that, just launching and keeping liquidity in Astroport is um, kind of the long-term mission in my view. Right. So um, from, from what I'm getting it right is that the governance right now is being managed from the Terra side, right? The Terra blockchain itself. Um, so it, it may be second nature to us uh, users that are using, you know, Terra stations to manage, uh, uh, you know, governance or vote on governance and stuff like that. Um, how do we plan to make this, um, this experience easy for the uh, injective community, right? Because they, they need to um, bridge the uh, Astro through the Astroport bridge itself back to Terra. They probably have to set up their own wallet um if they haven't actually used station before um do you think this governance process will improve over time or is it going to be uh as is for now uh until later on when we can actually propose a better solution uh well that's a fair point um right now there aren't any ideas on how to allow people to vote from different chains um all voting is done from like we can call it the hub which is terra at this point Mm, we could, for example, have a system in place where you can vote from Injective and you IBC your vote over to Terra. Um, mm -hmm. So that could be one way to do it, but there aren't like any plans for, for that right now. Got it, got it. 
I mean, it's for us yeah, community but... to <laughs> make it easy for the injected community, right? Uh, yeah, sorry, Boyan, go ahead. Yeah, to chime in a little bit here, uh, I think the the general consensus of, of the, the Cosmos community is that IBC is mostly used for transfers, asset transfers. But uh, there are cases that you can you can make any arbitrary uh, send any arbitrary data to the other chain. So maybe that's something that the Astropod guys can utilize to uh, make this happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Um, yeah, I think we briefly touched on how do we actually use the uh, Astroport liquidity to fit to the on-chain article. But um, yeah, I mean, me being an Astroport community member, right? Um, the, the real question is when can we expect, you know, um, us having this kind of mechanism? Um, if there is a proposal coming up, uh, when can we expect that perhaps we can look into the proposal? Is there any alpha for us today uh, to to anyone you know stefan or even boyan as well yeah uh, sorry can you repeat that the proposal for what exactly um for us to feed astroport liquidity into the order book uh on, on objective uh i can propose something i don't think it will come this week but pretty soon to see what people think gotcha 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 all right um, yeah, I mean, just just opening up to the to the team as well. I mean, to the to the community who is on the audience today. Um, feel free to you know uh, raise your hand. I'll pull you up uh, if you want to ask any questions uh, while we actually go through some of the questions I have uh, planned for the team itself. Right. Um, yeah. So so maybe from from Stefan's perspective, right after this whole launch of uh, Astroport on Injective, um, what can we expect? Uh, you know, from the Astroport team within the next couple of months or so um, will we have any improvements uh, on on the, the injective side or anything like that um i don't have any idea honestly uh i guess we'll see what devs will come up with um yeah right now there aren't any specific plans sure thing all right all right um, I can yeah. mention a couple different things, at least from the injective side. Um, so this is regarding some of the liquidity incentives as well. So today I'm going to uh, be proposing in the injective governance forum that we offer dual rewards to the initial Astroport pools. Um, this is the first time injective has ever done this uh, for any external DAP, uh, just providing uh, dual incentives. So I think this will be a really good way for users who LP into these initial pools um, to earn both Astro and INJ. Um, and this is probably the first way we want to start sort of deepening our relationship or collaboration, so to speak. Um, moving forward, the idea is I want users to be able to go in to the injective ecosystem and basically say, oh, I'm trading this really uh, long tail asset or I want to launch this new asset. They can easily do that on Astroport. Uh, because right now, Injective obviously has the most liquid order book um, out there. Like, there's no other on-chain order book, even in or outside of Cosmos, actually, that's more liquid than Injective's order book. Uh, but with an order book, the main issue is you need to onboard market makers if you want to launch a new token, right? So if you're a new, let's say, Cosmos token, you probably don't have the funds to recruit some of these market makers, which could be expensive. Um, so that's why they end up launching on AMMs. And 
I personally believe Astroport would help bridge this gap really well because then these projects can go and when their new token launches, they can immediately sort of create an LP pool um, and launch their token. And on top of that, um, the community can choose to direct, let's say, incentives or LP rewards into some of these pools of, of these new tokens. So I think that's going to be a really cool sort of um, opportunity for not just the Astroport or Injective community, but the broader Cosmos community launching new tokens. Um, and yeah, the, the reason we're sort of like unable to share like a ton of alpha is because yes, we're working on it internally. Even some of the things you talked about uh, regarding the order book plus AMM. Um, so we're just being a little tight-lipped about some of these things until um, it comes out to the community. So just wanted to provide a little bit of context without saying too much. Thanks, sir. I'm trying, guys. I'm, I'm trying to uh, squeeze some alpha, but they're not. They're really tight-lipped with this. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, but wow! Did I, I just heard something amazing? Is something to do with dual rewards? I'm I'm sure when the incentives come in, um, the APR is gonna be insane. Yeah, we we're gonna see a lot of um, um posts on Twitter saying that you know, DGNU farming is back on Cosmos. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, so now that we're actually on the topic of um, digging for alpha, I actually have a question for the injective side. So apart from Astroport, you know, what are some of the dApps that are actually going to be live on injective within the next few months? Yeah, I understand that the latest one that just came out is um, Front Runner. Yeah, are we going to see more of this kind of dApps launching within the next few months? Yeah, 100%. So what we're really trying to do here at Injective is really have, I would say, depth when it comes to these applications. So ideally, we want to have, let's say, the best AMM, which is Astroport, in my opinion. We want to have the best prediction market platform, which is, for example, FrontRunner. FrontRunner basically utilizes our binary options module to create their sports betting app, right? Um, they just released their iOS and Android app, and also they have a web app. So I think these deep projects are much better than having, let's say, 10 different lending protocols. Um, so I'll keep my answer kind of high level, but in the next couple months, you can expect to see uh, a major lending protocol on Injective. You'll also see a couple pretty great options protocols. So now you'll be able to create not only perps and spot on the order book, but also options, um, which would just allow you to hedge your positions much better. Um, then of course you have the AMM and, and lending. And then finally, you'll also see uh, Project X come out. Um, so I know we've been working on it for a while, but effectively um, Project X would bring more liquidity and allow users to insert more liquidity into the injector order book as well, uh, which can work really well in tandem with Astroport. So um, yeah, in the next quarter or so, at least you'll, you'll see a bunch of these different types of applications getting implemented. And some of these are already in the testnet phase. They're sort of working on the testnet. Um, so that's, yeah, those are some things to look forward to. Um, and also some things outside of just like the typical dApps, you'll also see Pith going live. Um, they're about to go live on the testnet. So Pith is probably the, the best Oracle provider out there right now in terms of institutional sort of price feeds and data. Um, and right now out, like they're not even in Cosmos. So this would be their first ever Cosmos implementation once they launch on Injective. So yeah, pretty, pretty exciting times over the next few months um, uh, for us here at Injective. 
Wow, amazing. Yeah, you, I, after this call, I'm, I'm actually gonna um, turn on notifications uh, when on my Twitter for the Injective Twitter account. Yeah, I can't wait to see what are the protocols they are gonna launch. Yeah. All right, so. Um, also, uh, like one thing to add on Mirza is that we have an upcoming global hackathon organized by Injective starting somewhere in the next few weeks. Uh, for which we already received tons of applications, and we are quite sure that we'll have some unique and exciting, uh, exciting dApps developed as a result of the hackathon. Nice, which means that by the end of this year, we are probably going to see a lot of cool new ideas coming up on the Injective chain. Yeah, that's that's very good. All right, uh, so one thing, yeah. Sorry, sorry to well. Um, yeah, just circling back to what Marisa mentioned about the uh, was it options that uh, Injective plan to launch on the order book itself? Because right now it's mostly yeah. perps, right? Yeah, correct. Could you so elaborate will, a little bit on that? Yeah, correct. So we won't be launching the options ourselves. Just to be clear, it will be like at least one or two external teams that are working on an options only platform on top of Injective right now. Um, to elaborate, it's pretty simple, right? So effectively, Injective has a core order book module, right? So the options would still be able to utilize the order book module in order to um, sort of trade the options. Um, and the primitives for options are also available uh, to an extent, at least. So binary options are already being used by some of these prediction markets platforms, right? Um, so all that would be happening is people are implementing vanilla options on the order book. Um, they're able to get uh, Oracle price feeds using band protocol or PIP that's coming up. Um, so you basically take the price feed and you create an options contract. Uh, market makers are already integrated with Injective, right? So the biggest market makers like, let's say, Jump, Galaxy, et cetera, are already starting to trade on Injective. Um, so the, the essential point is almost the same as perps, right? So these market makers can provide liquidity. You already have a giant retail base of traders that are trading on the injective order book. Um, and then secondly, you, you have all the primitives needed to create the options. Um, the main importance and the main takeaway, in, at least in my opinion, is options in the traditional finance world are one of the most liquid assets. Um, but in crypto, it's been harder to implement in general. Um, a lot of people have one gone with sort of some inefficient mechanisms out there. So we were very um, thoughtful in, in the implementation process so that you want to have very, very liquid spot and perps so that when options come about, you have something to hedge with. Um, so that's why I think the approach we took is a little better because now we have a very, very liquid order book. Um, and with protocols like Astroport going live, it becomes even even more capital efficient and liquid environment. So now when you launch options, it's less of a technical challenge. It's more of like, where do you get the liquidity from? Where are the market makers coming from? Um, so if they're already there, um, it just makes that process way smoother when, when those options gaps launch. Got it, got it. So um, from what I understand is that uh, Injective have their own dedicated market makers, right? Uh, I mean, apart from the AMM, uh, you do have uh, programs running to basically incentivize uh, market makers to market make on your Audible. Um, so on the longer term perspective, which one do you think that uh, will be the ones that um, will feed liquidity into the Audible uh, a lot more? 
is it the AMMs or is it the 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 market makers, the dedicated market makers, or is it uh, depending on the different pairs on uh, the order book? Yeah, no, the, that's a very good question. I would say like I, I'll go with the middle ground here. I think it's going to be a very very good mix of both. So what AMMs are really good at doing, in my opinion, is getting a lot of retail flow in because it's simpler to use. It's just a better design for DeFi, in my opinion, in terms of um, users being able to easily insert liquidity and soft assets. Um, so from a taker side perspective, I think AMMs are winning ahead of order books by miles right now, um, just, um, just given ease of use, right? Where order books really shine is for more sophisticated traders, API traders, um, for maker side liquidity. So I think the market makers will still dominate those maker sort of side, um, especially because yes, Injective does have rewards there as well. So market makers are incentivized to rest a lot of orders um, so that if let's say you or I or an everyday user goes in and wants to let's say buy $10,000 of INJ today, we can easily get it at the best price. So that's what the market makers are really help doing. Like they're just resting orders and providing liquidity. Um, but taker side liquidity usually always comes from retail. So um, yeah, both are necessary. In traditional finance, basically it's the same. Like when you go and buy $50 worth of Tesla stock on Robinhood, on the other side, you have a market maker like Citadel, et cetera, who's selling that asset to you um, and routing that order to you. So DeFi should work in a similar manner, basically with, with market makers and retail together. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, um, so, so how do you have anything? Uh, yeah, just yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, this question will be generally directed to Stefan. So, yeah, so is there anything that we uh, can expect from Astropod? Um, in the long term, you know, uh, what are the long term plans that Astropod is planning to do? Yeah, if we're, if we're looking at uh, maybe a two to five years kind of a horizon time frame, yeah. Well, it's not really an expectation. It's kind of the main, I guess, North Star of Astroport, which I hope it will become reality. Uh, I see Astroport as the best place, not just in Cosmos, but in crypto in general, uh, to launch a project, uh, to launch any project, um, and have the stickiest liquidity without the need necessarily to have emissions. Right now, everyone tries to either incentivize their liquidity or come up with different mechanisms to make liquidity a bit more sticky. Uh, one example, for example, one example is Ondo Finance from Ethereum. They, uh, it's a bit more complicated, but the idea is that different groups come with different tokens. Like you have um, the ETH USDC pool, for example, and one group comes with ETH only and the other group comes with USDC only. And they these groups then LP their specific tokens in a pool for let's say three months and at the end of the three months one of these groups um, gets paid back uh, accounting for uh, IL as well and the other group gets the rest of the tokens so they kind of incur the most uh, the biggest loss um, so it's one Ondo kind of made a mechanism to try to hedge against IO, at least for one of these two groups in a two token pool. Um, and it, the mechanism generally works pretty well, um, at least for major assets such as ETH and BTC paired with like stable coins, but it, it doesn't really work for the long tail of assets. It doesn't 
work for whatever small tokens uh, within Cosmos. So my hope is that Astropore finds ways to make liquidity sticky in the way Ondo tried to do, uh, but for the long tail of assets, not just for majors. Um, and that's kind of my North Star for the next five years. Nice. That's actually a very cool vision. So I'm sure the Astropod community will definitely be um, looking out for all of the new developments that Astropod is going to come up with. Yes. Yeah, so right now it's about the half an hour's mark. So I think it's time to open up um, the, the mic to the community to see whether they have any questions. Yeah. So if there is anyone that would like to ask anything, yeah, I think I saw a hand already. I think Usama two five one. Yeah, is how how do we bring it up to ask questions? Good question. Uh, I have no idea how to bring them up. Yeah, can is, is Sandro here? Can Sandro help? <laughs> hey, Sandro. Yeah. Hey guys. Uh, I just invited him. So. Uh, Usama251, if you uh, just uh, accept the invite as a speaker, then you will move up to the stage. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we will ask other others in the audience. So any questions? So I will bring the people up so uh, you don't have to worry about it on the stage. I see a lot of familiar faces here from the Astropod community, um, but perhaps um, just inviting some of these injective uh, community members um if you have any questions to ask you know maybe uh for stefan um this is your perfect chance right to ask one of those astroport builders i think if uh, if i'm mistaken serenium um you are from the uh, injective site um so yeah i mean just just opening up to you as well hello yeah i'm from i'm the community manager of injective match you I, yeah, do you have any uh, questions for the Astroport community, at least Astroport builders, um, from a injectus uh, community's perspective? Anything that you might uh, be interested in knowing? Hey, you got me a little bit unprepared because I didn't have any questions at the end. Gotcha. Uh, <clears throat> All right. While we are still waiting for questions, I actually have one for the for Injective. Yeah. So I understand that Injective is actually the fastest. Yeah, one of the fastest, or it's not the fastest chain on Cosmos. Yeah. Would you like to share about what are the optimizations that you did um, to you know achieve this speed that you have today? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I can answer this one. Uh, so. Uh... Basically, uh, on this infrastructure level, we did a couple of tweaks on how the validator nodes and the nodes in general are uh, are being operated. Uh, we could go even lower than this, but uh, we think that having a one second block time is uh, decent enough for um, uh, for having a high uh, high uh, throughput uh, with transactions. And we think that having one second is just optimal for running a uh, this, uh, DeFi, uh, DeFi blockchain such as Injective, because if if you go lower, there are some um, some technical difficulties that we could encounter. 
for example, indexing uh, events emitted from the chain, uh, which we have a custom solution built in within the Injective Labs uh, team, to, uh, which we use to index events from the chain, emitted from the chain, and store them in a database for easier access and uh, streaming the data to the to, uh, to the UIs and uh, the products that we uh, are building. So. Yes, we are the fastest blockchain. We can go lower, but this is uh, at this point is just uh, redundant in my opinion. So yeah, yeah, great. Thanks for answering my question. Yeah, so I see that um, Bre Brexit is is up on stage. Yeah, so go ahead with your question. Can you hear me? Well and clear. All right, I'm speaking from the perspective of a lay person and it's the same question i've i've spoken to mirza about it back in april of 2021 that all these projects really do need to become more accessible to ordinary people because even the language that you use when you're discussing it is opaque and impenetrable to, a, to an ordinary person. And the way to success for all of your projects is to open them up so that ordinary people with ordinary language can use them. Mirza, I can take this one if you want. Okay. Yeah, you, you could start and I can try and sure. Yeah, so... Uh... In general, I think that uh, we are doing a good job in uh, providing a good, a decent enough trading experience, especially on Helix, as is the, the primary product of the Injective Labs team. And we've been listening to the, to the community and the people who were having a little bit of hard time getting onboarded on Helix. So in the next chain upgrade, which will happen in a few days, as, uh, to be precise, on Friday, we are going to introduce a um, uh, a new feature uh, which will merge your uh, these are technical terms, but to to answer um, to, to simplify the answer, which will you will be able to trade with your wallet instead of having all of these concepts of trading accounts and sub accounts introduced to you. So this will significantly significantly uh, uh, make the user the trading experience better on Helix. And uh, yes, there might be some other uh, things that we could improve, but in general, I think that we are uh, headed to the right direction. And these are things that are happening one of a time, one at a time. We cannot just rush and uh, do massive uh, UX changes uh, uh, only because you know few of people said so. Because all uh, all of these decisions are made based on research data that we collect and. Uh, 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 just in general feedback that we, uh, that we collect from the community. Thank you for that. But I'm still talking to you as very much an elderly lay person. Now I can, I can go online, I can buy an airline ticket, I can order items from eBay and um, Amazon. And I can do that with relatively little anxiety. I understand that Apple became successful because it removed the anxiety aspect of working with them, their equipment online. Please do consider the idea of 
making it um, very simple for ordinary people so that they do not feel anxious when they're using the products. I'll, I'll be happy to, to jump on a call with you and discuss about specific feedback that we could do to improve the, 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 the Helix, the trading experience on, on Helix. All right. I'm, I'm talking about everything. I'm not just that. I'm also talking about um, onboarding. The whole, the whole process has to be made easy and anxiety-free for people like me. Someone in advertising pointed out that, that well, this is what he said, if you um, sell to the classes, you eat with the masses. If you sell to the masses, you eat with the classes. And I represent probably the masses. And that is your prime audience, your prime target, people that you need to get on board. And sooner yeah, just, rather than later. Uh, just ch chipping in on this, right? Uh, I, I totally agree with you. And I think the, the team, whether it's on Astroport or even Injective, they've made quite a bit of headway in terms of improving the, um, the entire um, user experience. And I think we, we still have, I think, a lot of room for improvement, definitely. Um, but we are heading towards the right direction. You, you're absolutely right. You know, we try to get the masses please, in. Please. Yeah. Absolutely. No, Please make it an, an, anxi an anxiety-free experience. Absolutely. Agreed with you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, so I think Rip Dine actually have a really good question, right? Um, this is something that I personally have a little bit of an uh, issue. Um, <laughs> not too much of a rant, but uh, essentially... Uh, are there any plans for Injective to make it easier for maybe uh, the Astroport uh, or Terra community members who are on Astroport to move funds to the Injective Astroport uh, site? Because um, just just for example, right, I think right now the bridge is available just to transfer um, Astro tokens across. Uh, if I'm going to use the Injective Hub bridge, probably I'll just be able to transfer Osmo or Injective if I connect to Osmosis. Uh, are there any plans from the Injective team to make this uh, a lot easier as well? Uh, maybe it's for Injective team or maybe for, for uh, Stefan from Astroport. I can start. Um, in the long run, I think the Astroport bridge page should handle more tokens than, than just Astroport. We need to be careful, though, with how we bridge certain tokens, because um, the thing with IBC, um, like bridging tokens between different Cosmos chains, is that it depends, uh, the kind of the resulting token on each chain depends on how you bridge it. Bridging Axelar tokens, like Axelar USDC, which is the main, I guess, USDC flavor in Cosmos, from Axelar to Injective, produces one specific token on the Injective side. But doing like bridging from Axelar to Terra and then from Terra to Injective produces a completely different token. Uh, even though the kind of the original token is still Axelar USDC, the resulting token, like the resulting address on the Injective side, will be different. So kind of the bridge path that you take when you move tokens between chains uh, and kind of the resulting tokens that come from that are all different. 
Um, so for example, if we want to bridge Axlar USDC now from Terra to Injective, uh, it would be really confusing later on if Axlar also allows direct bridging from their infrastructure to Injective. We would have two different Axlar tokens with two different addresses, and then people will be completely confused. Um, so there is, like in Cosmos, there is this kind of issue, or, or even on Ethereum, there is this issue with kind of how you bridge. Um, so we need to be really careful with like which tokens we bridge and how we bridge them. That that's new information to me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So over to you, Yeah, I can share a little bit here as well. So I think this is one of the the biggest problems that uh, ecosystems uh, in general are facing, like uh, having uh, liquidity spread between different tokens originating from different chains. So it's something that uh, we as developers need to find a way to to, to, to solve. And this is not like, a, like easy, there is no easy solution to this. So basically we need to uh, set some standards and uh, just in general, find a proper way to have quote unquote canonical versions of a, uh, of a token of, uh, on a particular chain. And that's, some, that's the token that people will use to uh, to trade or uh, do anything on the chain because it's really getting hard to get all of these bridges and all of this uh, interoperability between chains uh, like to make it happen basically to make it uh, to make it good enough for people to not be confused like our old friend said so yeah we're doing our best on this front it will take a while in my opinion but yeah, it's not unsolvable. It's not unsolvable unsol solvable problem. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, yeah, because I, I was trying to uh, see whether I can actually transfer some of my USDC from Terra to Injective. Uh, of course, that that was a a process by itself. Um, yeah, I think Rip Dine. You have amazing questions, right? Um, for for Jägermeister, probably have a question on whether there are any plans to make a all-encompassing UI between all the Astroport deployments. Uh, if I'm getting question correct, it's a little bit similar to what Sushi did with their X swap, right? So basically, you're able to swap from you know Ethereum mainnet to Arbitrum uh, ETH in this case. Um, do you think this is something possible on Cosmos? Uh, maybe a question is to Stefan in this case. Uh, Stefan, you were there. Yep. Yeah, okay. I, I was thinking. Oh, I think Stefan got disconnected. <laughs> Sorry, Boyan. Got you want to jump in? I can share a little bit here as uh, as well. So, uh, to to make it plain and simple, like uh, if you transfer Injective from Injective to Osmosis and then to Cosmos Hub and then back to Injective from Cosmos Cosmos Hub, you are getting a different asset. It's not even the Injective that you are supposed to have. Right, so all of these uh, paths and like sources and destinations that we have, all of this interoperability is just making things a little bit harder. Uh, so yeah, uh, Stefan, maybe you can share a bit as well on, on, on your side. Sorry, I, I disconnected and I didn't hear anything. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, let, let me just repeat my question here. Um, so the question here is whether Astroport is going to have a all-encompassing UI between all the Astroport deployments so this is a little bit similar to how Sushi actually did their X swap, um, you know, moving from one blockchain, I mean, making swap from one blockchain to another blockchain, uh, still using the same UI. 
uh, are there any plans or do you think this is not uh, is it technically feasible from a cosmos so, perspective by all encompassing ui you mean instead of switching uh, like you do now on the ui between terra and injective just have one swap page and one pools page where you have all the pools from all chains yes that's right right uh it is technically feas feasible um i think the ui will need to be worked on a bit more to because you need to kind of you need to easily see which pool is which like if you have for example usdc usdt on both terra and injective you need to easily distinguish between the pool on terra from the one on injective so i think there needs to be a bit of work on distinguishing pools like the same pools between different chains um as for cross-chain swapping, as you mentioned, like Arbing, for example, Luna USDT from Terra to Luna USDT on Injective, um, it's doable. Again, like it could be done through IBC. Although the issue with IBC is that sometimes it's kind of a coin flip when it comes to kind of bridging assets. Sometimes it works, sometimes it just reverts. So we will need to kind of do a bit more research on that. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Now, now that we actually, yeah, no worries. Yeah. So now that we're actually on this topic, I was just wondering, um, will interchain account solve this, um, issue? Cause, um, if I'm not wrong, my understanding of interchain accounts is that. Um, you can actually stay on your chain and then you can perform actions on the other chain. Yeah, so if let's say somebody from Terra wants to use the pool on injective, you will you actually don't have to you know, bridge the, the assets over to do the swaps or to provide liquidity. Yeah, so I was wondering if interchain accounts can um, help with this issue. I'm not actually an interchain account expert. I will need to kind of read more about that. I'm not yet sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for, uh, yeah, recently there is an, uh, there was an update on IBC, which introduced a new field, uh, the, the memo field. Uh, I think most of the Cosmos chains are upgraded to this new uh, IBC version. And uh, this memo field allows you to run arbitrary data on the destination chain. So it is something that we could utilize uh to, to make uh, something that does support team can utilize to make this happen but yeah it's still experimental and uh, it needs a, a lot of uh, testing and development to make to make it happen uh just jumping in on this right uh, i think we have a question from bot um so from what i'm getting here is that they i mean he's, he's asking whether it's possible for astroport to balance the pool when they deposit them uh on one side so uh if i'm getting the question right is that right now for stable swap you can actually do single side uh, liquidity uh, you can add liquidity on one side of the pool but for xyk uh, or just the constant product pool you can't do that um is there a design reasoning for that uh Stefan? just wondering um not really like on xyk you can still do that but in a different way uh you need a contract on top of the xyk pool that takes uh your tokens sells them for the other token in the pool like for example in luna usdc 
it sells half your Luna for USDC and then it provides liquidity for with both tokens. So it can be done, but in a different way. Right. So it's a little bit like a zap, right? So you can actually zap your liquidity into the pool. Um, but instead of it being added on one side, it basically does a half swap and adds in liquidity. This. Yes, that's right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, I don't see any additional questions. Uh, I'm completely on my side. Uh, any questions on your side, Tuol? I'm good. Yeah, I, I've asked all that I wanted to ask. All right. I think we, we have a, a great turnout. Uh, it's been a while since we had such a turnout uh, on Discord. In fact, we haven't done this in a long while. Um, really thanks to, you know, uh, Stefan, your side, and uh, Boyan and Mirza for, you know, answering all these questions uh, from the Astroport community and also some of your, the new visitors from the Injective community as well. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, same here. And um, yeah, please be on the lookout for the proposal today. And just, yeah, shameless shill, but basically, if you're one of the early LPs, you'll earn more of those rewards, uh, the dual rewards, both in Astro and INJ. So um, not financial advice, but just some alpha for you guys. Nice. I'm, I'm really going for those uh, those dual rewards. Um, maybe just for the little last part, right? Um, is there any CTA from the injective team for the Astroport uh, community and vice versa from the Astroport team, uh, as in from, from Stefan to the injective community? Uh, maybe I'll pass it over to Stefan. Do you have anything at the end to mention? specifically to the uh, injective community? Uh, yes, one other proposal, which I want to post on the forum in the next, I would say weeks, I would say, well, more like a month, is um, kind of integrating the concentrated liquidity pool that Delphi Labs built um, first on Terra as a test and then on injective. So uh, just keep an eye on for that proposal. Um, I would love to kind of get your input and see if we can have that new pool type on Astroport. Awesome. Awesome. We've been waiting for that. And uh, maybe for Meza or, or Boyan, anything for the uh, Astroport uh, apart from the dual incentive part? I would say, yeah, also look out for new pairs um, that are slated to go live. So initially, like we're starting off with a couple pairs, but you guys could go in and list any other market that you don't see today. Um, and then obviously you guys can discuss in the community forums to provide incentives or redirect rewards to these new pools if they're getting traction. Um, so yeah, just my CTA is to just be a bit more engaged um, and let us know, like, we're here to help uh, you guys navigate these waters, like from the Astroport side, um, and want to make this the best environment, like Stefan said, on Injective um, when it comes to AMM. So just um, just let us know any feedback you have, what pairs you want, um, and how you guys want to redirect incentives, et cetera. Where, where's the best place for this? Is it your Discord, your Injective Discord? Yeah, yeah. So join, join the Injective Discord for direct community support. Um, and if you want to do like a long form proposal, you can obviously do it at gov.injective.network. That's more for official governance type posts. But yeah, you can just do it very casually on Discord before it 
uh, culminates in something larger, like a goth post. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Thanks everyone for jumping to the call uh, and everyone who is participating in the, the questions as well. Um, hope you guys actually look forward to all these different proposals that's coming up. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day ahead. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Astroport Community Call, keeping people up to date on the latest developments regarding Astroport's journey into the injective galaxy. Recorded on Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. From the Astroport Discord. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay, Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room, sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio, trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role sorting through support from your endorsements of course we're tripping balls handed reports it the latest proof ain't a way to move change the view just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop picking at the dinner finger licking like the plate is good so kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me when I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch. Oh shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed. Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies. Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise. Chastising to digging holes in the back nine. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Thank you.